your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, a podcast network bringing you your daily fix of all the news happening around the grassroots community. This is the Sunday League show where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from the OBD SFL, Westfar and the CMSFL. Let's get on with it. So welcome to this week's show, reviewing games from last week. On That was the 13th of September and we had one... Um, Cup final last Thursday. Jamie, how you doing? I'm good. You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, you good, mate? Good. Uh, mate, don't call me fucking mate. Get out. Out! Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This is the Sunday League show reviewing Sunday the 13th of September. How you doing, Jamie? I'm good, Mr. Podcast Chairman. You all right? Yeah, thank you very, very much for calling me my appropriate title this time. <coughs> How are we doing, guys? You all right? I wouldn't say appropriate title, but... <laughs> 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 right, let's get straight in with the results. This week, we'll go with the Alberton and Bromley games, uh, first of all. Well, Rustlers are here. Uh, sponsored by Chocolate Digestives as we make this recording. But bitties. Um The first game last week was on Thursday... That was the uh, Senior League Cup. It was between Elmstead and LSE Giants. And LSE Giants lifting the cup in their first season uh, with the Alberton and Bromley. Congratulations, boys. Uh, stiff opposition uh, in Elmstead. Um, great way to start your season. Well done, boys. So on Sunday the 13th, we had... Um, it was all uh, Vic Farrow games. Uh, oh, excuse me. Game. Second division. Second excuse division me. games. Vic Farrow games and two cup finals. We'll get to the cup finals uh, at the end. Uh, so into the second division and Broccoli two, Lesser Albion three. Good win for Lesser. That'll feel nice to them to start the season with a win after two um, challenging years, uh, should we say, for the boys. Well done, boys. And DC United losing 3-2 to Greenwich Mariners. Team you fancy. DC United. Everybody in Sunday called them DC United. Did I call them DC United? Yeah. DC football. Sorry. Um, how did it go, Jamie? Um, very good, as you can see. Um, how was the game overall? We were 3-0 up at half time. Right. Um, getting ready to pass the pad, so we were. But, um, <laughs> yeah, two, two identical goals from corners. Nick put in two great deliveries. And Tigger just whack, let it whack off his face for nice easy goals at the back post. Um, either side, the Raf scoring a decent goal as well. So we were well in control at half time. Um, I think they hit the bar with a really good effort first half and that was about it never really troubled our left back slash stand in keeper um, second half we gave away a sloppy goal for a corner it was a good finish to be fair if, uh, they did record it um, if it comes out on YouTube it's definitely worth watching good finish then a bit of a scrappy goal but we were threatening them on the break kind of last 25 minutes could have got a few more goals but on the whole considering we had a pretty shitty pre-season yeah uh, a really really good massive three points actually for us but the boys stuck in the, the debut boys that come on um, Dan uh, Lee Argent um, we had right back guys as well that was our first competitive games for us so they all did did pretty well so I'm pleased with that Congratulations well done as you say 
pre-season I know we all say it's about minutes but it was tough wasn't it and you've managed to rebuild after losing some influential players <laughs> yeah still some very influ- influential players yeah. um, but I think when we turned up on Sunday I think I think one of them might have even said as much they thought they were going to pop us okay um, young fit lads um, but nah the wise old heads came out on top in the end that meant they kicked they kicked him no, no. <laughs> I'm only joking not at all congrats on the win great way to start the season uh, X-Blues Hurricanes blown away 9-0 by uh, Sydney Sports slapped slapped their form continues from last year well done Sydney uh, Southwark Town 3 Thameside Albion 2 uh, two teams we both we all expect to be up there at the uh, end of the season and uh, so at town taking the, the big win. It's yeah, a massive no, win no surprise it was a close game but um, yeah very good win Southwark who I think they started quite slow last season so to get a win a bit like ourselves to get a win nice and early um, will be a really good settler for them yeah well done Liam and uh, Timside will definitely be there there thereabouts yeah. at the end of the season That's everyone's going to nick points of each other up in that table uh, West Wickham 6 Royal Southwark 6 no keepers no keepers or maybe brush keepers um, yeah I mean we've sort of said that Royal Southwark will score yeah, loads same, of same story that we said for last year they'll score yeah. loads but can they keep them out of the other end and the answer is no um, but West Wickham that's, that goes down as a good result for them uh, Southwark's towels would have been up for getting their double promotion um, and yeah six or what a game uh, well done lads sounds absolutely fantastic uh, in the Vic Farrow Cup these are the first round of group games I think there's about 18 rounds of this cup <laughs> this year uh, Vic Farrow Cup Crayway 1 AFC Wilgar 3 little bit of a shock result Crayway uh, fancied themselves this year and they ended last year pretty well Crayway went up to Div 4 I think Wilgar are still in Div 5 so a bit of an upset there yeah well done uh, Wilgar uh, Croydon Town Resies nil Orbiton Colts 2 might start supporting the Colts <laughs> again now uh, Crayford Arrows 1 Housted 3 the real holders, good result for Housted the holders beaten yeah um, um, and if you look at full time Crayford Arrows had 19 players starting the game so that's an excellent result yeah fantastic uh, well done Housted you've regrouped after not playing very much football um, last season uh issues with your old parent club um, seem to be uh, in a distant memory now uh, hope you've settled well at Halstead 3-1 that's a great result uh, FC United of Bromley 4 Kingsdale Reserves 4 another fantastic game uh, Hatch and Beckenham Manor 6 Tudor Sports Rangers 3 uh, feel like Hatch and Beckenham Manor are a little bit sharky seeing their lineup. you got some good Sunday. players in there yeah. um, but still it's a good win and I know having spoken to John um, is he in goals? I don't know if he was playing, but I spoke. No, he's not playing. I spoke to him and he said, you know, all that they're just enjoying it, turning up and playing football. Yeah, and, one know, in six three, of course, they're enjoying yeah. it. But um, still, that's the way to do it. Well done to the Hatch and Beckham Manor lads. Uh, Hayden Youth one, Ellis Athletic nil. I bet that was a really good game. Two good teams. Hayden Youth Resies one, FC Peak one. FC Peak's uh, debut in the Orbiton and Bromley ends in a draw. Mike Strong. Memorial and Silk and Sports King TV sponsored FC Peak this season. Uh, Italia Westfields 1, New Beckenham 0. That's New Beck. That's a new 
team from Beckenham, is it? I'm going to get them mixed up with Beckenham Rovers every week. Yeah, so no, New Beckenham were in Division Four last season. Okay. I mean, they were, oh, well, yeah, they were the going all the way. Play. They, they, yeah, yeah they, they, that, they disappeared for a year and then come back last year. So that's a good result for the um, Wastels. I was impressed with New Beckenham yeah, against, against Tied Beckenham. the outfit, New yeah, Beckenham. Really so, well, yeah, that is a good result for Wastels. Kingsdale, three. Brockley Reserves, nil. A good win for Kingsdale. Uh, Manorwood, ten. Lesser Christchurch, one. Putting their cup final woes behind the Manorwood and absolutely spanking. Yeah, fair play. Touch. I mean, Lesser Christchurch have toiled the last three, four years, I think. Yeah. But still, you got to turn up and do the business. So, yeah, fair play to Manorwood putting 10 past them. Well done, Manorwood. Uh, Ministry of Ball, two. Crayford Arrows reserves, four. So I think Crayford Arrows have got a bit of an identity crisis going on. The yeah. reserves are always a better team. <laughs> yeah, well, well done to Crayford Arrows. Uh, Ministry of Ball looked the part. Um, certainly um, through pre-season and on social media but that's a great win for the Crowford Arrows Reserves boys well done uh, Petswood Ravens 2 Benhurst nil. Benhurst's pre-season success brought back down to earth in the Vic Farrow Cup yeah I mean, I'll keep an eye on that result because we've got both of them in cup competitions in the next month or so um, so yeah Benhurst very good pre-season but bubble seems to have burst for them but I'm sure they'll, they'll pick up a few wins coming, in the coming weeks uh, Phoenix Sports new boys in the OBD SFL uh, four uh, Petswood old boys one Pet Phoenix off to a good start well done boys and the Warren welcoming welcoming themselves to the OBD SFL with a good win over new uh, other new boys Hayes old boys um, well done to all the teams there That's there's three or four rounds of the group stages yeah it's groups of four so you play three group games in quarters so we'll be talking about the Vic Farrow Cup for a good few uh weeks to go with these ground with these group games but well done to all the winners there and commiserations to the losers but uh, other rounds to get those wins back good luck to everybody um, in the Jack Standen Cup um, Blendon lost 3-2 to Farnborough Old Boys Guild reserves a game I was lucky um, to be fourth official on uh, get to watch a lot of the game or most of the game uh, game of two halves Blendon absolutely uh, battered uh, Farnborough Old Boys reserves in the first half um, standout performers were their right back sorry I don't know his name um, their left midfielder I think it was Josh who played well against um, Kenningwell on the left side as well uh, and their striker I think his name was Tyler uh, number nine um, was an absolute pest all game and won a, won a stonewall penalty um, quite early on five or ten minutes in he won a pen but Blendon were in full control of the game looking good for the win um, and maybe that was their thoughts at half time they came out uh, looked a bit lacklustre um, and Farnborough certainly had their uh, they were they were up for it they mm. stayed out at half time uh, Matt's kept them out at half time uh, they made a couple of changes I think they went to three at the back and uh, made some changes and yeah they were they were really looking uh, good for the for the win, and then a red card to Blendon. The centre half made the challenge, and it was a. Goal you can see he knew in the highlights. He's, he's not going to be the first guy to mold those no, two he's not. In. And do you know what? I think in a cup final to save the goal at the way the game was going, I think a lot of centre halves make that yeah. decision to chop him. To it wasn't a bad tackle either. Yeah, yeah, two 0 up. Yeah, there's I guess some sort of logic behind that. Yeah, so he's. The, the red card he's clipped him to save the goal it was a red he knew it he accepted it and walked and walked off and yeah from then on really it looked like only Farnborough were going to were, were going to win the game mm, yeah. 
uh, feisty, uh, big tackles and, and all that. And But it was certainly worthy of a cup final. And uh, congratulations to Farnborough Reserves. Uh, and thank you to the Blending Gaffer uh, throughout the game. It was superb. We, we split the benches uh, between myself and the fourth official. Uh, and the Blending Gaffer is a class act. Um, nice guy talking and joking throughout the game, even when they were losing. Um, he was a top bloke. So thank you for that. Um, mate and hopefully catch up with you again soon uh, as I say congrats to the, the Farnborough Old Boys uh, reserves team lifting a trophy uh, start the season now with a trophy in the cabinet already um, will feel fantastic and then Essie Dons beat FC Bickley 5-3 in the Paul Pickard Cup again it sounds like it was a bit of a game of two halves um, referees decisions um, being discussed on social media <coughs> But I think the overall uh, message from Bickley was that Dons deserved the win. Yeah, they were pretty... 4 0 up at one point, 4 0 yeah. up at half time. I mean, the decision, well, we've all seen it, the offside is clear as day. I mean, it's, the lads yeah, got it it's, horribly it's not wrong. a good decision from the. What the Kale's a keeper doing, though? Tell me that. He's thrown one back, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean. The only thing, the angle that the the angle that Lolano's got, I don't know if he's thinking, is there a foul in the keeper? Uh, I mean, there's no excuse for not seeing no it. Excuse. But I'm he'll learn from excuse. that. Hopefully, he's a young kid. It's not a he? fantastic decision, but you know, the handball on the line though looked to have been correct from what I saw in the highlights. Okay, so I haven't watched them. I've uh, just seen the offside. To be honest, I was going to watch the 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 um, the OBD SFL version of it um, tomorrow. But yeah, it it from everything respect both ways from both teams after mm-hmm. um, the tricky um, situation or incident in the last game um, Don's coming up with a fantastic um, chant I really enjoyed that, <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed funny. that one and that I'm was sure funny. the big fair, boys fair well. for that. Um, yeah fantastic win for Don's that's, uh, that's them with another with a cup they retain the Paul Picard and move on to uh, next season let's get on with the quarter Municipal result So the Quota Municipal results for Sunday the 13th of September. Uh, Sorry, can I just say really well done to Roger on his sponsor silence last week. I thought it was brilliant. How much did you raise? No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Children in need. It was really good we get Ray Parler in and replace him as well. That was class. I must check with him today, so he's going to donate that. To the Mike Memorial Fund, what a guy. Yeah, uh, you didn't have much to talk about last week, did you? No, not, not, not at all. I've been waiting to say that all week. Well, uh, thanks. You got more to talk about now with, with more fixtures. The fixtures building up, and the council pitches starting to yep. open in quite a now. So yep. let's go through the results for last week. Uh, Battersea Ironside two, Bosjam one. Uh, Battersea Ironsides are a strong outfit, aren't they? In the yeah, it's a, it's a tough place to go. I think to go, yeah. uh, especially for Quidditch teams who travel all that way to get there for half nine in the morning. Um, and then you've got to play them. They're not easy to play at home. Um, so like I said I don't. A mixture between the two doesn't help teams. Um, their place. They must be right on the cusp of the sort of radius or distance. Yeah, I think they are. I think the radius is ten miles. I think they're about. Well, I've got to say, what's your travel like in the Korean League? Is it, is not it, too bad. Most games are pretty local. Uh, mm. Always sort of, sort of. I don't know, even though Korean, but they're always sort of pearly way, and then you go further to go out sort of West Wickham, which is. That's sort of 20 minute drive from Croydon yeah. town centre yeah. so not too far at all but Ironsides is you're looking at sort of 45 to an hour's sort of drive to get there and like I said to get there in the morning for especially if you want to get there for a good good prep before the game you've got to get there for half nine you've got to leave in sort of 
quarter to nine morning. Fucked up. So I take the win in the first game of the season. Yeah. Uh, Bosjam, uh, they're expected to be amongst it, aren't they, at the end of the year? I, th- I, think, I, think jam? Gonna, I think they're going to. I think they might struggle this year. Boss Did you see jam? Boss Boz jam. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Boss jam. So I thought you said jam. <laughs> no, I think they might struggle. Boss jam this year. Okay, I think they might. Croydon uh, FC one, Spartan six. Now another team. Croydon, you fancied them definitely, didn't you? Yeah. Is this a surprise result? Or? Uh, it is a bit. Um, you know, Spartans are very good going forward. Um, I think. I think someone said I was watching the game and they're almost unstoppable going forward. Okay, they, they seem to have addressed the defensive frailties from from last season. Although I do know that Croydon had a number of players missing, but yeah, I mean Spartans are I'll make them uh, clear favourites for the for the title this year. Okay, looking, looking that way at the moment. Yeah, uh, Sandersted versus Croydon JFC, uh, two all. It's not going to help either of them too. That was two really. two. No, uh, and I think uh, to be fair, I think Sainz were two 0 down in the first half, so they've right. done well to come back. Um, I think Russ was saying that they had plenty of chances to, to get the winner, but just couldn't take it on the day. Um, so maybe um, shared there. if if as expected, they'll be amongst the battlers at the bottom of the table. Yeah, it's games that should be winning, really. Yeah, um, you look to beat those teams around you in, yep. in that area, right? Santos ninety-two, two Saha five, strong win for Saha. Against yep. another good side, a good outfit in the Prem. Yes, two-two. I think it was, I think Saha were tuning up. Then he went two-two and right. man sent off and come out second half ten men and won the second half three-nil. Some, some, so good result for them. Uh, they, I'm sure they'd be delighted with that, especially especially winning with ten men. Um, Looking like a shootout between Saha and Spartans. I think at, yeah. at the top of the I table. Think, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, PSG might have something to say about that, but we haven't seen them play no. uh, just yet in Division One. Uh, your guys, uh, Saha 11, were away to Chelsea Athletic and you won 3-2. And I thank you for the five points in the predictions on that uh, one. Yeah, we stopped at three on purpose, Andrew. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> uh, how was the game? Good game. Yeah, we started off quite brightly. Um, went a goal down um, to sloppy defending from a corner. And then for for the next sort of 35 minutes, we sort of put them right under the cosh. Um, scored two quick goals and then we had chances to sort of go in at half time comfortably five up we should have been hit the bar three times missed a couple of one on ones um, so it was 2-1 at half time come out second half scored an early free kick um, and then t- t- to be fair to Chelsea they put us up they, put, they, they took, fought, fought their way back into the game and then for, they scored I think it was sort of 20 minutes ago and then the last sort of 15-20 they, they put us under pressure to be fair to them they, they, they played to their strengths just going long to their big man up top um, but yeah we held on for the win so yeah good result for us um, were, they, were they everything you expected them to be because um, you thought they were going to be a decent yeah, side I, to, they wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be but I don't know whether that's because we were better than I thought we were going to play okay. um, but yeah maybe a mixture of the two ok fair enough <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lambeth Lions 6 um, Southside Blues 2 Lambeth Lions expected to be uh, very strong yes. uh, this season with some of the, the decent players they've signed and they're not letting anyone down uh, with that prediction so far. Uh, Selsden Town 4, Woodside 2, as mm. expected. Uh, yep. Selsden looking strong. Maybe felt like they could have gone up last year but doing the business in Division 1 yep. uh, this year against Woodside. Mm. I'm sure we'll see that one on YouTube soon. Yep. Uh, in Division 2, a change to the, the fixtures. Uh, Addiscombe, Casuals, 
couldn't get a team out or I just no, one of Corinthians, the I think it was Addison Corinthians a case of Covid uh, Covid supposedly Gordon Covid Corinthians <laughs> okay so Covid beating that game but Addison Casuals MMFC 9 KFC 1 yeah not finger licking good for the KFC nah, guys apparently they're really good on the wings <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, it's a fantastic result and good for Addiscombe Casuals to get off to a big win like that. Yeah. But KFC won't be happy with that. Always next week, boys, we go again as we say on the podcast. Uh, Sandstead Reserves 2, Huxley Guards 1. Now, we both expected Sandstead Reserves to do well this season. Yep. And they've got a win. Is a Huxley Guards a new team? Or? No, they're, so they're the old Southie Spartan Reserves. Okay. And I did expect Sandstead to... So, sort of be more the result to be more comfortable than that um, so uh, I, I mean I don't know but it could have been for any number of reasons first day nerves maybe wins a win uh, yep. well done to the Sandstead reserves um, let's get on with the Westfer results right so the uh, Westfer results for Sunday the 13th of September and straight into the Prem and the result Gibbs didn't want to see on the opening day. Go, hang on. Is that is that mic working, Gibbs? Minimum mic check. He's back. He's not that sad. Yes, yeah, working. What happened here? Jam. Four. That was the worst ten seconds in history. Peckham right two. After being slagged off by Blaine, he's real. Blaine has he's wound jam up. Yeah, he and has. And you've taken. Credit the full brunt of it. Credit where it's due. They deserve the points on the day. We wasn't at the races. Um, He's some reading of, this from a script. Some of our defending was uh, was shocking, to be fair. So they deserved it, and they took advantage of it on the day. Full credit to them. Do you know what I mean? And it was probably a. How did the scoring go? It was it was a one nil two nil two one three one. Well, we avoided a few now. That's good. We didn't get no pass to pad me. Um, <laughs> three one. Three two four two, mm. but the first three goals not taking anything away from them because they literally like forced errors and um, they took all of their chances and we just uh, started very slow in the game and uh, fair fair play and they beat us no 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 sour grapes maybe this means that that um, Jam won't be taken so lightly now and people just think fucking hell that you know lots of different podcasts yeah, have, have talked them down and, and not given them a chance this season no and uh, maybe now they, 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 were a, a, they were a bit of a cup team though weren't they they were a cup yeah, team but they, so the league cup. really is their bread and butter but they had, they had a good strong squad out pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. well <laughs> they, had a good, they had a good strong squad out and uh, they, deser- they deserved the win on the day how sticky was it for you on Sunday uh, we kind of pl- they stuck to a game plan and they were solid with it they, they spread the ball quite um, well didn't they Spread it long. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're on they're on a roll now though. But um, but yeah, no, it was effective. They had a, a big guy up front, and um, you know they all supported him. They got round him. They they uh, pressured in packs. There was there was a good side. So fair play to him. Well done to Phil. Um, I know but, he's passionate about his team. Oh, he's hundred percent passionate, mate. Trust me, he's he's like. But uh, we need to. It's probably the kick up the arse we needed, and we're like we're underdogs. So we're just happy to be there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
dark <laughs> man. He's still going with this. We're, yeah, under, we're just happy. To, we're just happy to be there, mate. Do you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the next result. So shame though, isn't it? Because it's a nice pod, but you and me all winning that. It's really, isn't it good, yeah, Roger? It's good, isn't it, Roger? Yeah. Gibbs has let us down. I've had a, I've had a cup final. So Jamie gets the first win in twelve months, and then, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna get, I get dug out about it. Yeah. Competitive games are all that count, mate. Yeah. Listen, it is what it is, and damn, damn, we upset um, lots of teams this season. Um, they're very effective in their in their own style, and uh, congrats. Uh, in the next game is Alton Rovers one, Junior Reds one. That elusive win still, still not happened for Junior Reds after putting themselves as and amongst the title favourites for every every single team in Westford. Just grabbing a bit of feedback from that. I think Alberton Rovers got a late equaliser. Okay, um, but it's they, all, they all count. Yeah, no, they all count. But um, I mean, it sounds like a pretty good game to be honest. One also. Alberton Rovers are one of those teams. They play from minute one to minute ninety-four or wherever it wherever it, wherever it ends up. They're so efficient. You can't switch off against them. They will score. And obviously, um, that's happened at Junior Reds. They uh, they go to the end, don't they? Alberton Rovers, and they they've, do. they've obviously got their reward got the reward congrats to uh, Neil and Blaine I bet that was a great game to uh, be involved in Oddfellas Arms winning 3-1 against Spring Hill United uh, Oddfellas off to a great start that's their first game and Spring Hill now two losses uh, plenty of football to play um, it's going to be a tough league if, if anyone gets on a, on a losing streak but I'm sure Spring Hill United will regroup and go again I think they're going to have to, aren't they? Really, have to. Um, they're going to have to shore things up. Obviously, um, at the back, and um, they're, they're scoring goals, which is good. But um, obviously, that's seven and two for them now. So, yeah. just maybe a little bit of shoring up at the back um, with the new managers, and uh, hopefully, they'll be able to put it right. Just good luck to the boys. Not against us. <laughs> uh, into the senior, Abbey Woodard goal three, Duchess of Kent six. I bet that was a fantastic game. Nine goal thriller. Yeah, amazing. Well done. Uh, Burridge Blues 3 Woolwich 92 Woolwich 90 lose again uh, Burridge Blues getting the win uh, first time of asking after being battered last week by Borden Sports A uh, Falconwood win 5-1 against Rising Talents um, great. that's a great result really good result after their after Rising Talents win last week big win last week as well uh, Falconwood bouncing back and, and winning 5-1 uh, well done to the boys down there a lot of time for Ollie and all the lads Good win. Uh, FC Royals 3, Sporting Club Thamesmead 91. That's good, a big good result. It's a five-pointer for me uh, on the predictions, um, but they're really flexing their muscles, FC Royals, against two pe- two teams in the last two weeks. You'd expect to be second and third or certainly up there with Borden A, yeah, making up a pack of four. They've not had an easy start to the season. No. Um, so, fair play, getting six points. Well done, done. He's recruited well again. I mean, uh, we everyone would like to see him in the Prem let's not say that every single week now though but they, I expect them now to, to go on and win the senior uh, comfortably and maybe next year we'll get to see him but well done lads uh, Sporting Club turns me they wouldn't have played opposition that good in pre-season or, or recently so um, that's that's their marker now to see where they need to be to you, you talk good. about this result anymore your hair's going to grow back I know. <laughs> sorry right Division 1 uh, Borden Sports Westford nil, Footscray Lions two. I think that's their first league game of the season. Footscray and that's a good win. Croydon, uh, Crayford Arrows two, Blackheath three. Last week's guests uh, get their get a win. Crayford Athletic two, AWFC nil. 
Mildeen 2, Wellington 2. Surprise, bit of a surprise result there for Mildeen after being after winning so well against Crayford Athletic the week before. Um, Wellington, we don't really know anything about them at the moment, do we? Not a minute, a bit of an unknown quantity. Uh, but, but that's a good win for Crayford Athletic against AWFC who on their day are a good little side. Um, well done. Crayford Athletic into Division 2. Uh, Cray, uh, Kingfisher three, Alberton Eagles. Uh, I did that. Yeah, Alberton Eagles three. Called them Elton Eagles last week. I just fucked that up again. Alberton Eagles were actually three 0 up in that game. Were they? And so, then uh, obviously let it, let lead slip. So fair play to Kingfisher. They've had a good start to the season yeah. as well. Considering obviously they'd lost some players with the reserves, and obviously they must have recruited really well because they had a good result last week, didn't they? Yeah, um, Kingfisher won last week. Didn't yeah, they? I think it was three two. Alberton Eagles off to a bit of a shaky start. Uh, Lee won't like that, so I'm sure he'll be putting it right in training uh, and over the next few games. But yeah, that's a for a fancied team. That's not a great start for them. The last two games, Lee um, will get it right. Though. He'll yeah. have them probably yeah. training twice a week yeah. till they sort it out. Petswood Vultures one. Phoenix Knights 2, good win for Phoenix Knights. Uh, Red Velvet uh, welcoming themselves to the Div 2 title race with a 4-0 shellacking of New Cross Rovers. It's levels, isn't it? There's levels, and you would have thought New Cross's levels were a bit higher, but that's a, a reality check for them, isn't it? Mike, to get the sack by Wednesday this week. That could be a Mike check. That could be a Mike check, yeah, see you later. <laughs> Check yourself, Mike. Um, Before you wreck yourself, Mike. <laughs> Southeast Athletic uh, lose to Granite two 0 Granite um, tough good, one. Good side, tough. Others, yeah, rock solid they are. <laughs> 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 and uh, Southeast Maroon, Southeast Athletic Maroon, after a win last week, uh, brought back down to earth by Granite. Uh, Granite will be a good side in that division, so no shame in that one, boys. Uh, division three, Alberton Athletic one, Abbey Mead, uh, Alberton Af. Athletic 2 sorry Abbey Mead 1 poor start um, to the season for Abbey Mead I fancied them every year I fancy them uh, to do something in the division and that's that's two losses on the bounce isn't it for Abbey Mead or did they it draw? is yeah no I think they lost last week as well didn't they Alberton Athletic from the uh, Met League uh, beating Abbey Mead um, so it's a, they're a good side Abbey Mead so you can only think Alberton Athletic must have something about them uh, good win boys uh, South Ballers nil. Uh, Borden Sports Resis 4 the reserves are looking good, aren't they? They are. They're organised and uh, they've got a goal scorer. Yeah. They're not really conceding, not conceding <laughs> goals. So you've got to be uh, confident about that, ain't you? And fair play to him, to be More honest. More confident than you are about that, cheer. Yeah, yeah, mate. Nearly <laughs> went from underneath me then. Uh, Welling Park Spartans putting in a result um, that we all, that we know they're capable of, winning 11 0 against New Life. Uh, New Life resurrected from an old uh, team that used to be in Westfar. Uh, welcome back with a pretty uh, welcome back with a pretty heavy defeat 11-0 11-0 against Welling Park Spartans fantastic result um, that was one of our uh, results of the week on our Twitter poll and it goes until Saturday um, yeah new life uh, probably might not wish they'd come back mate it's <laughs> a, a bad life isn't it to be honest <laughs> no unlucky boys but that's a Spart Welling Park Spartans. I've always fancied. I've always thought they were a good side and fancied them. them a, be us, a, yeah. a friendly against Mariners, and they looked really good on the day and inconsistent a little bit through last season. But they've always got that potential to do uh, good things. So well done, boys. Uh, Woolwich Royals three, uh, Rustlers one. Rustlers. 
<laughs> Woolwich Royals settling into life in Division 3 uh, with no trouble whatsoever. Uh, Bexley Hawks 2, Danton Albion 1. Excellent result for the Hawks. Well done to Pete's boys. Yeah. Is that two? That's two for two from them, yeah, isn't it? They're doing well. They're looking comfortable. Uh, Danton Albion with an excellent win last week. Um, losing out to Bexley Hawks this week. Junior Reds Sports. Six, Shooters Hill Spartans, three, fancied Shooters Hill Spartans, losing again, that's two on the bounce and conceding a lot of goals, I think that's ten goals in two games for the Shooters Hill boys, I think they lost 4-1 or something like that last week, um, everyone was shouting them as, as title favourites in that division, it's not yeah. looking that way at all at the minute. I actually think when they joined Wester, I think they actually asked to go up um, to for more competitive football, because I think they were actually cast in maybe Div 6 I think, but I think they actually asked to go up, so... Fair play to him. Uh, Mightenham Forest for Borden Sports B1. Good win for the Mightenham Forest boys. They don't get many of them. Uh, and Borden Sports teams are never easy to play against. Um, so well done. Um, the rare result that is 0-0 in Sunday League is not that rare anymore because we've got another one of them. Sell FC 0. Bexley Heath 0. Um, is that in response to us saying last week that they were comfortable in Div 4 and shouldn't have moaned about going up? Do you think? They've just had a I'm going to give the striker the week off. Nil-nil <laughs> uh, is a rare, very rare result. Um, we don't see many of those. In Division 5, Beacons 1, Red Star Northfield 2. Same old story for Beacons. No shining light, mate. They're always getting outscored, aren't they? Yeah. That's the problem. They tend to they score in every game, but Red Star back. The old boys are back. Well done, lads. Uh, Bexley Wanderers 1, South London Athletic nil. Betsy not a very good start for South London Athletic, no, is it? Not at all. Uh, Chimera losing 4 0 to Eltham FC. Yeah, good. <laughs> Old Fortronians <laughs> 2, AFC Beckenham 1. Fortronians looking quite decent and making it a club double. Peckham Rye Resi's. Club nil. double! Barker. Absolutely. Barking mad. Barking, making Gibbs barking mad by beating Peckham Rye Reserves 1 0. What is going on on Peckham Rye this week? You're all getting above your station, lad. We're not getting above stations, mate. We what just we, we can't be unbeaten all the time. Do you know what I mean? But um, <laughs> blimey, slow down. But no. what happened? What, what was the reports on the Reses? Barker a good side? Uh, I think it was a, a pretty even game to be honest. And the uh, the Reses had their chances. They didn't take them. And Barker defended well and played well, and obviously got got a, a one 0 win. So I mean. One nils are pretty always pretty kind of tasty games, isn't they? Because always it could go either way on a knife or edge. But absolutely dreadful. Yeah, no. From what I've, from the reports I've had, it was a good game, and Barker deserved the win. So fair play to him, you know. Not going to slag anyone off except Chimera, but other than that, <laughs> like, no. On, the, on that one, um, Elton FC um, settling into West for life comfortably. They're looking uh, like a good little side. Is that uh, two for two from them as yeah, well? Yeah, they beat Bexley Wanderers last week um, yeah. in a in a game, and uh, yeah, Red Stars obviously Red Star started well as well. It's a good. it's a tough division, yeah, so that will be a really interesting division that one. Uh, in Division Six, Draper Close losing four one to Ronnie. Um, Just give Ronnie a bit of a credit here, to be honest, because he yeah. he stuck out last season, um, and they was they wasn't playing well. He's had a bit of a rough preseason in terms of trying to get players out. But then he's had two for two from the league now. He's conceded one goal. Obviously, they've yeah, scored five. Cup game last week, I think. But oh, was it? Okay, one cup game. In the cup last week. But My no, bad. Draper Close will get good wins and they'll and they'll lose. I know Joe's still trying to build it and keep it keep it going. He's doing a fantastic job. But Ronnie uh, getting a league win. He didn't get many of them last year. 
Um, he'll feel happy with that one. But I'm yeah, sure fair that, play. That was a good game. Two good blokes running. Uh, yeah, blokes. definitely. Yeah, that's what Sunday league's about. Uh, Las Cabras making it a Chimera and Peckham Raya losing double, but winning 5 1. Please don't never say our name Such in that sentence. Such number of clubs, aren't they? Yeah, don't, don't, please don't do yeah, yeah. Uh, Las Cabras 5, Chimera reserves 1. Uh, the Goats win again, so they're doing really well. Uh, the Peoples reserves 2, Bexley Village Vets 1, um, Woolwich Common 1, AFC Kingfisher reserves Sharks. King two. Sharks reserves 2. They're looking good, Kingfisher Wes, isn't they? Yeah. Well, I know we haven't got to the fixtures yet, but they've got a tough one this week against uh, and Rover, so it'll give them a good uh, measure of where they're at, to be fair. Yeah. That was the King of Arts Media Productions Division 6, the second best division in Westford. Now on to the best division in Westford, the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network, Division 7. Avery Hill. How did they write that in the match card? Just Silk. <laughs> Just do Silk, by the way. I'm not offended. I'll... I said it to be that to be fair to Jace that's not him doing that I said that but should have just said grassroots I apologise to Westford for that um, Avery Hill Athletic 2 Villacourt 2 good result for um, Villacourt um, rebuild again well done boys uh, and Avery Hill didn't get too many wins last year um, I bet that was a good game Bosco 1 Catholic Club 5 go on the Catholics they're meant to be pretty good you know they are they're pretty uh, pretty good team they've got actually got jam this they've week they've always got a 12th man though they? yeah they've got, mm. they've got jam this week be a good game let's see yeah. well, I mean jam are a, are a church side as well yeah, yeah. as well so god the lord will be looking down upon that and smiling uh, AFC Greenwich 2 Spring Hill Old Boys 2 only got that was a great game I think I actually predicted 3-2 yeah. to Greenwich I think I went 2-1 I needed another goal there I know I, d- I upset Jenny uh, yeah you went 2-1 either way yeah, yeah I, that's right yeah I think I upset Jenny so I do apologise Jen but I was close though wasn't I because she because I didn't pick Spring Hill <laughs> <laughs> she said you must have predicted that one wrong uh, Intercross nil, Rose and Crown nil. 2 nil nils this week um, I can't say the rarest of um, results anymore uh, Sid Cup 1 Greenwich Hot Shots 3 they are the best team in Greenwich at the moment 2 wins from 2 Greenwich Hot Shots come on the shots and 2 friendlies um, uh, we don't usually read out friendlies but they're on the list Falconwood Reserves 3 Lesser FXI 3 and Spring Hill Resi Sharks 1 Mottingham Park Rangers 1 what list this is all done from memory yeah, I know. So, sorry to shatter the, the illusion. Uh, yeah, let's get on with the Alberton and Bromley fixtures for Sunday, the 20th of September. So, the OBD SFL fixtures for Sunday, the 20th of September. All the cup finals are done now, so it's back to 2021 fixtures going forward. Um, been a great season in 1920 um, some really good fixtures now going forward in the Prem Division Blendon look to um, put cup disappointment behind them as they play new boys the wall uh, nice ground for the Blendon boys down at VCD they'll enjoy playing on that uh, carpet uh, in the Prem Hatcham Vista uh, the new boys play Farnborough reserves and that'll be a really good game don't know much about Hatch and Vista um, this season. Don't know who they're 
team who their starting eleven or squad's going to be. Um, but Farmerezzi's will be buoyed by um, cup win last year. This is our f- uh, last week. This is our first game of the week. I've gone two one to Farnborough just on the basis of that comeback on Sunday will will have absolutely uh, been the best thing for them. Now that's a man- that's a massive confidence boost. I'm going two one. Jamie, what do you think? Um, yeah, I don't know how many of the Hatcham Vista um, mob will be any of the ones that came through Rebecca Romana for yeah. the divisions uh, that had that rivalry uh, with Farnborough reserves. But I'm going to go for. Farnborough to keep up their winning run with another 3-2 win 3-2 to Farnborough um, 5 points to get it bang on and 1 point to get the home away or draw absolutely destroying the competition at the minute so we'll try and get that published at the end of each month where we are with the prediction <laughs> not well you're winning me <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the first division Croydon Town play Club Langley Bexley United play Hacienda it'll be a good little game and our second game of the week is Sporting Club Thamesmead taking on Beckenham Rovers who are really bored of winning they keep saying on their social this is why they're on games of the week (laughs) Uh, we've highlighted this one Uh, what do you reckon Jamie? I think there's going to be goals in this I think I've gone for goals in all my games actually I'm fancying a bit of a goal fest this weekend Uh, I'm going to go for Sporting Club Thamesmead to edge at 4-3 all three okay I've gone 2-0 to Sporting Club Thamesmead boring yeah boring but um, let's see how, how it goes it'll be a really good game Beckham Rovers looking the part this year um, also forgot to give a shout out to X-Blues who have sadly folded um, last week or during during the week after the podcast was um, recorded great team and uh, one of those lower division teams who really put it amongst the, the top boys that right? season they won the President's Cup for Division 3 actually yeah. when we were in it and they absolutely ruined us twice yeah. that season they were a great good. side and all the best to the boys and hopefully you will find new clubs if you wish to carry on playing football I'm sure there will be lots of offers um, but good luck boys going forward uh, second division Lesser Albion take on X-Blues Hurricanes Royal Southwark play Thameside Albion massive game in the division uh, Sydney Sports take on Southwark Town massive game there was two tasty games there but yeah. I went for the two teams that won last weekend it's a good it's a good idea Jamie fucking isn't it Sydney on the back of the 9-0 that's why I pick them and you don't <laughs> Sydney on the back of the 9-0 win and Southwark Town beating Thameside 3-2 two teams going into this with the W's and the three points on the table Jamie do you want me to go first so just to see who, if you copied me or not I've definitely never copied you go on um, so you need to start, mate. Look at the table. Look at the points on the table. You quite finished there, right? Yeah, go. Right, cool. Um, yeah, I'm, again, I said I'm going for goals in this one. Sydney smacking in nine. Southwark will always score goals. I'm going to go for a four-all draw here. Four-all. <laughs> okay, oh, we're along the same lines. I've gone two-all. Boring. Um, but it could be. Uh, it's going to be close. Uh, it's going to be a lovely surface down at Sydney Sports Club. So a fitting uh, setting for that game. For that a long ball game that's a lot. Yeah, that that they're talking about. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that'll be a blinder, and that will be um, a real show of, of where we're going to be. If Southwark come out winners of that one, then that's them looking the part at last. Um, and Sydney Sports deserve um, on the back of last season's form. Uh, well, they've just, they've just carried it on really haven't yeah. they Sydney? good luck to all the teams in that division um, in the third Petswood Old Boys take on SMCA uh, much improved SMCA last season 
taking on uh, Westford New Boys, uh, Petswood. Westford New Boys? Uh, OBDSFL New Boys, sorry. Uh, Petswood on Sunday. Good luck to the teams there. In the fourth, Brockley Reserves take on the Warren. Um, Hayden Youth Reserves take on Croydon Town Reserves. And Crayway looking to get back to winning ways away to Petswood Ravens. Good luck to all teams there. Um, in the fifth, FC Peak play Crayford Arrows Reserves. Um, in form, Crayford Arrows Reserves. And the Colts, Alberton Colts play Kingsdale Reserves. Lots of reserve teams now in, in those divisions. In the President's Charity Cup, we just had the final couple of weeks ago we start the first the first round now um, this is the this is like the FA Cup where all the teams enter yeah, yeah this is all, all the PLM round as well this is a preliminary round is it yes okay so Lesser Christchurch play Crayford Arrows um, Wilgar play Hayes Old Boys Chislurst play Italia Wastils DC Football uh Battered by um, Mariners, play disconnected DC get out. <laughs> uh, I like that. I've shoved shit gear. Yeah, that's electric joke. You've done really well there. Ministry of Ball. That's no, direct current. I know. I said disconnected. Yeah, I know. It's an joke, mate. Not electrical. Uh, Inter Milne. Get your facts right. You're hosting a fucking podcast. Inter- Come on. I'm not, ele- I'm not a sparky. Ele- Inter Milne play Broccoli. New Beckenham play Hawks. That's a bit of a... It's a derby a kind of, of thing, derby. isn't it? Yeah, two mates uh, playing each other. Tried to play each other about five times last year and never never happened. Yeah, I uh, look forward to seeing that one. Sure, there'll be lots of banter on social media. Uh, Phoenix Sports, OBD, SFL. Play at Phoenix Sports, OBD, SFL. Um, uh, Interclub derby, that'll be great. Um, South London Spartans taking on Hatcham Beckenham Manor. And West Wickham play Hawksbrook's Hawksbrook Wanderers. Uh, the Paul Picard that finished on Sunday. Then the first round again. Hatcham take on LSC Giants. Interesting game that one. Um, Hatcham looked to have improved over the summer, and LSC Giants with a Senior Cup win uh, trophy under their belt, um, taking on High Place Oppo. That'll be a really good game. Craven Park take on Elmstead. Um, two Brentford League teams who were there or thereabouts at the end of last season. Um, our fourth game of the week is Farnborough Old Boys taking on SC Dons. Now, Farnborough are one of those teams mentioned by other senior teams as the hardest game they played uh, last season. Um, they don't make it easy for teams visiting. I was at um, Vic. I was at the Farrow Fields at their at Farnborough's ground, and that first pitch was looking absolutely immaculate on Saturday. Um, this will be a blinder. This is the fourth game of the week, as I said. I'm going to go two-one Dons. However. On the back of the Paul Picard win, um, retaining the cup, the cup again will be uh, well at the forefront of the Dons' minds. Um, I can just see them being a little bit too strong for Farnborough. Jamie, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, I, as you've said, Farnborough are always muted as one of the most difficult opponents in that division by pretty much every other team in it. Yeah. Um, they didn't get to play Dons last season, so that would have been interesting. However... I seem to remember when Dons won the last two cups they seem to have a hangover the following week Okay. And I think neither maybe lost, and they stuttered in the league and I think they lost to Wallingstone after they, they won the Kent la- uh, the yeah, last time yeah. so I'm going to go for that as an omen and I'm going to go 2-1 Farnborough 2-1 Farnborough yeah. so we've split on that one uh, good luck to both teams that will be an excellent game uh, Groundhoppers play Bickley um, 
be able to go if you're free that on Sunday go down to Sydenham Sports and watch that stand in the middle of that and the game that would be fantastic Uh, Kenny Wells start this season uh, against Kamazi good game Uh, two long standing teams Uh, good luck in that one guys and Portland play Lullingston in another excellent game Portland sadly still waiting for their um, National Cup Is there days. any news on that at all? Uh, the VARs and all that have started again but they've not I don't think there's any news Started on this year's FA Cup one. Yeah it's uh, unfair on Portland but um, that'll be an excellent game uh, between those two teams Good luck lads and Rocker play uh, Metrogas in the Paul Picard uh, senior against uh, Prem team there uh, Any of those games particularly standing out for you Jamie? Um, You're not playing this week just realised yeah we've got a friendly we were we were cast to play West Wickham but they've obviously got a prelim cup game Okay. so we didn't have an opponent so we've just got a friendly um, in terms of the Paul Pickard games that stand out um, Kenny Melkin-Mazzi Portland Lullingstone look like good games as well um, and LSE Giants off the back of their cup win going away to Hatcham that'd be a good test for them nice one uh, who are you playing in your friendly? Um, FC United of Bromley. Okay. They were, we were going to put out for a game and I saw it on Twitter so I jumped on that. Get some, bank. get some boys that miss a lot of pre-season some minutes so that's that's the aim. Nice one. Let's get on with the Quarter Municipal uh, fixtures. So, on to the Quarter Municipal uh, fixtures for Sunday the 20th of September. Uh, still a short... Uh, fix the list this week for the quarter municipal due to councils not opening their pitches and I must say by the state of um, Clapham Common last week it was all over south that was fucking disgraceful Sunday yeah absolutely disgusting and shout out to the 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 southern Sunday for for making that um, happen for their teams I know they're not part of this particular podcast but they are they are part of the self football family and it's absolutely atrocious to see Clapham Common so we can only hope um, for the Quadden teams, when um, all of the council pitches open, that they've put, done some work to them over the summer. Carpets, I'm expecting. Carpets, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the amount of time uh, <laughs> so, in the Michael Donovan Premier Division, uh, Bosjam take on Santos. Was that the Jason Donovan Division? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Donovan. Obviously, in tribute to someone who meant it was important to the Quadden League. Yeah. Uh, Bosjam take on Santos. Uh, two teams that lost on the weekend we'll be looking to get winning runs going mm-hmm. uh, Palace Saint-Germain enter the league uh, first get their first fixture doesn't get any tougher really against Spartans but they're a good side uh, PSG very good what are your thoughts on that one Roger? I think that's going to be a good game if I didn't have a game I think I'd go down and watch that one yep. um, I don't think I think Palace Saint-Germain PSG are going to be uh, dark horses in this division yeah. this year um, they signed well good side anyway um, but it's no tougher place no. to start the, your, your, division, your journey than to play Spartans mm. um, and Spartans are off, off the back of uh, I know they won well in the last week but their two pre- last two pre-season friendlies I think they scored eight <laughs> in, in their last two pre-season friendlies so yeah no tougher place to go to play what was, your, what was your prediction for that one that's our first game of the week um, I think um, as much as I want to say PSG win I think Spartans are going to going to nick it uh, I see it being a close game I'm going to go with a 4-2 Spartans win 4-2 Spartans I saw it close yeah. to and I went 2-1 so we're along the same sort of lines um, but as you say PSG um, hopefully they behave themselves better than the actual PSG did last <laughs> yeah. week um, I'm expecting a Spartans win so 2-1 to them 
And Saha take on Gwerdon JFC. Uh, JFC will want to... They had a draw against the draw, Sams, yeah. didn't they? And Saha with a big win. Yeah. We'd probably expect Saha to win, but um, Gwerdon JFC had some good results um, last season and upset a few people yep. along the way. So that would be a great game. Uh, into Division 1, mm-hmm. Addiscan Casuals uh, on the back of a... Is that the Addiscombe that won? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's that. That's the first team. Okay, that's the that's the Corinthians. Addiscombe Corinthians who didn't play last week um, play Lambeth Lions. In casuals. Addiscombe Casuals play Lions. Sort it out, Andrew. Addiscombe Casuals. I've got two Addiscombe Casuals. Hang on, I've got Addiscombe Casuals. In Sack the, you. Jamie, take over. Jamie, what have you done here? I've copied it for that shambles at his meeting. Okay, Adi- let's say Addiscombe play Lambeth Lions. Yes, I'm going three two Lambeth Lions. What was your guess, Roger? This is the I've, second game. Of yeah, the I've gone with a three all draw in this one. I think it's going to be this is going to be a really good game as well. Okay, um, two two favourites for the title there. Um, could see it going anyway, but I'm going to sit on the fence. So three all. Okay, uh, FC Centurions play Cobbs and Southside Blues play Chelsea Athletic. Chelsea will be looking to uh, get back to winning ways, and I think Southside Blues lost on the weekend as well so that's two teams looking to get them first wins of the season Addiscombe Casuals MMFC play Gold Coaching and our third game of the week uh, Rogers Old Boys AFC Shirley uh, take the uh, trip to Addiscombe Corinthians mm-hmm. what do you reckon on that one Rog? Uh, yeah I think AFC Shirley should win this comfortably um, I'm going to go over 3-1 to Shirley Three one Shirley. Yeah, I'm going two nil Shirley. So along the same along the same way. Uh, hopefully um, the Corinthian players have recovered from their. Uh, Can't yet. <laughs> oh, was that them that had the COVID issues? Yeah, it was them. Yeah, their manager came into contact with someone. Okay, hopefully they've all self isolated and done all the business and, yep. and behaved themselves on the day. Uh, KFC play Souls. Good luck, lads, in that one. And South London Royals play uh, Sandersted Reserves uh, Sandersted Reserves winning last week um, that should be a good game yeah. uh, Division 3 Dynamo Duppers play Barrier really hard to break down Barrier yep. um, <laughs> imagine so. them playing the wall <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of the bus or what um, mm-hmm. FC 25 uh, play Sandersted's third team our um, guests tonight Amari from um, Sandersted's third team visits us tonight after um, this review um, that's our last game of the week what did you think Roger? Uh, I've gone with a home win uh, just because Sanders of Thirds uh, got a lot of new players 25 have been around the division for around the league for a long time so I just think the that Nouse and know-how will get them the win in that game what score did you go I've for? gone 2-1 I think it'll be close 2-1 to 2-1 25 yeah um, I've gone for a one-all draw um, just a hunt really I expect yeah. Sanders did to grow as the season Definitely. goes on yeah. Um, but yeah one all on that one for me uh, South, London, South London Royals Reserves play Woodcote Green have a good game lads and Surrey Park Rangers uh, really good presentation of themselves on social media Surrey Park uh, against Addington United any of those games that are not games of the week standing out um, for you um, I th- uh, Centurions versus Cobbs in Division 1 um, Centurions uh, won Division 3 comfortably last season yeah. um, Cobbs were unbeaten in Division 1 and looking likely to go on to win that pre-Covid um, so yeah I think that might be 
uh, an interesting game. Um, Centurions uh, obviously want to start start the season well. And you Cubs, get a week off. Uh, yeah, I think there's, I might have a fixture lined okay. up. Yeah. Okay. So, good luck on that one. Uh, let's get yeah. on with the Westfar uh, games of the week. So before we get on to the uh, Westford fixtures, I've just picked out a few of the um, games that I that caught my eye in the Plumpsy Cup. Because uh, the Westford section is not long enough. No, this will be quick, don't worry. Um, mm-hmm. The games I've picked out as exciting ones, it will be um, teams uh, games involving teams from different leagues. Um, so if you've missed out, it's not that your game's not good, it's just interesting to see uh, teams from other leagues. Um, Whitehorse from the Maidstone and Mid-Kent League play Woolwich Royals. That'll be a real good game. Um, Borden Sports B play Woodside from the uh, Quarter Municipal. We'll get to see that one on YouTube. Um, Martin Park Rangers play Belmont from um, the Met League. Um, Peck and My Reserves play Quarter Town A, who I believe are Met League team, aren't they? Yeah, it's not. It's not this week though. No, it's not this week. It's just a draw. It's oh, just a draw. There yeah. are some Plumpsy Cup games, though. Sorry, player. <laughs> <laughs> Petswood Vultures take on. on the People's A. So Petswood Vultures from Westfar take on uh, the People's A. Are Vultures in Westfar or OBD SFL? Uh, Westfar. Too many Vultures teams. Too many Petswood teams. But um, yeah, that would be an interesting one. Bexley United from the OBD SFL. I'm glad to see some... Um, OBD SFL teams have been allowed in. Play the Oddfellows Arms, that'll be a real good game. Uh, Duchess of Kent plays Selsden Town from the uh, Quarter Municipal, a game I'm looking forward to refereeing this weekend. Uh, and Sarnestead play Sporting Club Thamesmead 90, a real good game. Um, Croydon top division side taking on Westfar um, senior side, their second division, that'll be a good one. And Villacourt Rovers from Westfar take on. Dartford Eagles, who I believe are from the North Kent Sunday League. Um, real good draw. Um, loads of games in that one, guys. I didn't go through um, every single one. Um, but it'll be um, it's an excellent cup. I'm looking forward to taking part in that um, this season. And with the Westford fixtures for Sunday the 20th of September in the Senior, uh, Rising Talents play Burridge Blues. Um, two teams with a, with a win and a loss on their record so far. Um, looking to get the winning run started in Division 1 Crayford Arrows play well in town and Mildeen play Mottenham Park Rangers that would be a real good game uh, our first game of the week is in Division 3 that's Eltham Lions taking on the Bandits Dan what do you reckon? Uh, just the form that the Bandits have started with uh, Eltham Lions is never an easy game um, young and strong and uh, willing to fight for the ball in any game but I'm going to go with the Bandits 2-1 I've gone 2-1 so we're matched on that one oh, you've copied me um, but Luke is in such good scoring form for them that could it could be more than that but can, I'm, I, can I'm, I change then go I need points I don't want to copy you I'll have 3-1 one. 3-1 one. he's gone 3-1 Jamie Jamie rubs his eyes when we do that because it means he has to press a button on an Excel spreadsheet Ooh, he's, he's got his claws <laughs> out today hasn't he <laughs> uh, Bexy Athletic <laughs> play the Peoples in Division 4 we know who's getting all people what next um, South London Athletic play Peckham Riot Reserves um, South London Athletic not been off to the greatest start the Riot uh, winning a loss so far that'll be an interesting game down at Charlton Park in Division 6 Falconwood Reserves play Draper Close and Sporting Club Thamesmead Spitfires play 
um, Highfield Rovers. That'll be a really good game. Um, we welcome Sporting Club Thames Mid Spitfires to um, Westfar from the Alberton and Bromley. Uh, they felt their their journey was better spent in Westfar, and they play uh, Ronnie's boys on the back of a good cup, a good league win um, on Sunday. Uh, good luck, lads. In Division Seven, Lesser FXI play Sidcup, and Rose and Crown play Villacourt. Um, there's some Plumstead Challenge Cup games. Uh, Abbey Mead play Bulltarks. Rustlers play Kingfisher. Spring Hill United play Phoenix Knights. Spring Hill will look to get their first win of the season uh, against lower placed opposition on Sunday. Uh, Spring Hill Old Boys play um, South East Athletic Maroon. Our second game of the week is Kingfisher Reserves. Um, been in hot form the last couple of weeks, taking on. Um, Orbiton Rovers who have a win and a draw against um, two top Prem sides uh, they play in the Prime Challenge Cup Dan what do you reckon on that one? Uh, as good a form as Kingfisher Reserves are in um, I think Orbiton Rovers might just be a bit of a big step this week for them but I'm going to go 3-1 Orbiton Rovers OK I'm going to go 4-1 Orbiton Rovers um, yeah I think you know although some will say Kingfisher Reserves should be in a higher division I don't think they're quite um, Prem material at the moment Wolverton Rovers um, good wins against uh, Barnast and a draw against Welling uh, Junior Reds that was accidental that was not a wind up um, yeah they, they would be, they'll be they'll uh, be favourites into that one for sure uh, Mighty, Advent Mighty Royals play Chimera Reserves Borden Sports B play Woodside from the uh, CMS FL um, good luck there boys uh, Borden Sports play New Cross Rovers um, Barnhurst play FC Royals in the Plumstead Challenge Cup that'll be a real good game can Royals uh, continue their winning run uh, Bexley Village Vets play Avery Hill Athletic Blackfen and Erif play uh, Bosco uh, Blackfen and Erif beaten a couple of weeks ago by a sporting club Thamesmead and they'll want that win uh, Chimera versus Springer Res- Reserves is our third game of the week I've gone 2-1 to the Sharks in this one. Uh, Chimera's form hasn't been fantastic. Um, and the Sharks are Sharks. And Chris Elliott, of course, fighting for his job every week at the minute. Every he's gonna, week, He's going to want another win. Every week. Jace is on the return, so Chris needs to be doing all he can. I think he's manipulated the fixtures, to be honest. I think <laughs> was that a draw and two defeats for Spring Hill? I think he's had a yeah. say. She's on a shaking heel. He's really in a bad way. He's not, and he can't fill up the water bottles in a minute because everyone has to bring their own. <laughs> oh, dehydrated. <laughs> so he's actually pointless, to be honest. Yeah, what is he doing? Um, I'm going to say, though, Spring Hill 3-0. 3-0 Spring Hill. I can't see him losing this. You know what Chris says? Keep it real. Keep it Spring Hill. Yeah. I've gone 2-1 to the Sharks in this one. Um, good luck to all the teams in that one. Uh Danson Albion play Borden Sports A that'll be a, a good game if Danson turn up they'll make a good game of it uh, Borden Sports A of course one nine two or 9-1 against um, Burridge Blues a couple of weeks ago uh, Duchess of Kent play Selsden Town a game I'm really looking forward to uh, to see the, the difference in quality if there is uh, between the two leagues really looking forward to that one uh, Elton Lions Resis play Peckham Rye Firsts it should be a whitewash, shouldn't it? No, let's not be silly. We give everyone the credit and respect they deserve. Uh, especially coming off the back of a loss. And they've not played any games yet, so they could come out and be dynamite. Let's see. Let's see how good they are. Um, Granite play AFC Beckenham. Uh, Jam play Catholic Club. 
Junior Reds play Cell. Junior Reds Sports play AFC uh, Greenwich. Be a good game sport in Greenwich. New Elton Wanderers play Bexley Hawks. New team to the league, New Elton. Playing Bexley Hawks on a, on a good run of um, wins. Alberton Athletic play Woolwich Common. And our last game of the week is Alberton Eagles playing Lewisham Athletic. Um, not the best of starts for Alberton Eagles. They'll be the first to say that. Um, Lewisham Athletic, a new team to uh, Westfar. I've gone 3-1 to the Eagles in this one, though. I think this is the week they'll get it right. Gibbs, what did you think? Uh, I think Eagles will get it right this week as well. But... Um the reserves played Lewisham Athletic in a pre-season only 45 minutes just due to weather but uh, and they seemed a decent outfit to be fair so I think um, Alperton Eagles will win 4-2 4-2 to the Eagles uh, 3-1 to me so we're along the same lines Our Lady Seniors taking on uh, Abbeywood Argyle I don't know who Our Lady are um, but um, good luck to uh, the Westford team there uh, Petswood Seniors uh, Vultures play the People's A Sandersted play Sporting Club Thames mid-90. Uh, the People's Reserves play B Young Stars. Um, under the Radar play Intercross. FC Barker play Welling Park Spartans. Northern Eagles take on Eltham FC. Uh, Eltham FC are a lively bunch when I saw them in a friendly uh, and Northern Eagles. Um, that would be an absolute battle that game. I'm looking forward to seeing that one, uh, the result of that one. In the Jewish Shield, Bexley Heath take on Oddfellows and New Life. After being pasted on the weekend, um, take the trip. Uh, welcome Crayford Athletic to Charlton Park. Good luck to all Westford teams. No, Peckham, right? Oh, you're playing Elton Nine Reserves. What are you doing? Are you, putting the, are you giving the Resis a run out as a first and swapping it? Or are you just going to go for smoke smoke Sunday or whatever? No, the Reserves play their games and we play our games. That's, that's, there's no. Um... You need a big win after Sunday, didn't you? Mate, full credit to Jam. They beat us. That's we, we're not going to win every game, and it's a kick up the arse. So it is what it is, and we bounce back and move on to next week. Thanks for coming, guys. Good luck with all your football on the weekend. What game are you on? Sorry, Duchess of Kent against oh, Selsden yeah, yeah. Town. So I've never, I've never refereed Selsden or many <coughs> Croydon teams before. So I'm really looking forward to. As I say, it's nice to be these games in the Plumsey Cup come along when you can see the quality in, in other divisions and that's the best thing about the Plumsey Cup. I had a big um, discussion with um, committee members from, from various leagues on this cup and I just think it's great that um, the County Cup wouldn't bring these two teams together. It's just nice to see that happening. So I'm all for the Plumsey Cup with this. Good luck, boys, and I'll see you next Monday. See you later. Have a good one. Cheers. Au revoir. Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Right, so our guest tonight on the Sunday League Show, our first uh, quarter municipal uh, guest. I'm very pleased uh, to have him on. Uh, Amari Taylor is the player manager for uh, Sarnstead third team uh, playing in the quarter municipal. Uh, Division two? Uh, Division three. Division three, apologies. Um, 
a team we mentioned on our Constitution Review show who are expected to do well. I think um, we said that um, the new team might take a bit of time to, to, to build up a head of steam, but once it's there, we expect uh, the uh, Sinus Defer team to be uh, there or thereabouts when it comes to May, hopefully next season. Hopefully we get we finish the season in May uh, and we don't get extended. Um, Amari, welcome to the show. Um, thanks for coming all the way. I suppose it's a bit of a journey for you, Gordon boys, to, to get here. Um, but yeah, tell us a bit about um, yourself first and foremost, your fo- your Sunday league football career or um, if you played Saturdays and how you came how you became part of Sandsted as the third team manager? Yeah, um, thank you for having me anyway. No problem. We, um, well, myself, I've played in Croydon League since 2015, 16 now. Okay. Um, started off with Woolen and Penguins. Right. Um, yeah, way back in 15, 16. <laughs> way back. Way back in 15, 16. It's about what, five years ago now, five, yeah. six years. Um, and yeah, played striker for them for two seasons. Then left and went to Southie Spartans. Okay, yeah. In their first season, um, won Division Three there. Um, left there, went to PSG. Okay. Um, I was there for half the season. Yep. Um, and then, in a weird turn of events, I played a Sunday game where PSG beat Sarnestead three two, and I scored the winning goal. <laughs> And then I went and signed four Sarnestead okay. reserves. Okay. Um, being a month or so later. Okay. And then played there for the rest of that season. Um, then the start of the following season, I was due to go over to the London Met League right. um, and play for a team called South London Panthers. Yeah. And also play Saturdays for Ellsfield. Right, okay, yeah. Um, in my trial game, I broke my arm and my wrist <laughs> at the same <laughs> time. I had a centre-back fool on it. Um and I tried to play on and I said that was fine so I played the rest of the game and then they had a physio there and she was like no you need to go to hospital like you've at minimum you've broken your wrist and then found out I broke my arm and my wrist okay and then so eight weeks to recover from that then in my second game back um, against Saha at the time um, I was helping Sanders did I think it was the reserve team yep um, played in the game for them because uh, I was dual registered at the time yeah um, played for a game for them when I wasn't supposed to and <laughs> I tore my ACL ruptured oh, God. ruptured my MCL and burst a meniscus in my knee in my Christ. left knee um, I had to wait a year to have the surgery on that okay had the surgery last November right and then um, how's the recovery going with that tough it was slow at first because the hospital that I went to wasn't particularly helpful okay um, they told me a lot of the wrong information they said mm-hmm. I had to wait until I think eight weeks till my staples to get my staples removed right and they gave me a letter and told me not to open it and give it straight to the doctors and then but inside the letter had the appointment date I was supposed to go to the doctors but he told me not to open it right so I gave it to the doctors <laughs> when I got there <laughs> I know so I gave it to the doctors when I got there and she was like you're supposed to come in three weeks ago and by now it sounds grim but the obviously the skin started to heal around yeah so getting those removed was horrendous I've had my my knees done and they stapled the um, thing and it was bad enough after six weeks when you get the scabs and all that it's it's not very nice but yeah car I had them in both sides because I'd done my left knee 
but they said that the scar tissue because of what I'd done to the ligaments the ACL and the MCL would have been too much scar tissue so they had to take a graft from my hamstring on my other yeah, leg yeah, yeah. so I had five stitches in one eight in the other bloody hell um, and I could only only weight bear 30% on my right leg and none at all on my left leg okay so I was on crutches both. so how far away are you now from kicking a ball or are you back playing I've been back doing half an hour up to a half um for most pre-season now so I think okay. about five games have you had that big 50-50 cruncher yet or no because mentally <laughs> I keep getting rid of the ball before I've envisioned the tackle coming and get yeah. rid of the ball so yeah. mentally I'm not probably shouldn't say this but mentally I'm not there yet as yeah. I should be no that's fair but, um, enough each week confidence grows more and more and with the team we've got around me there's no what's the word there's no um, necessity for me to replay because okay, cool. the boys can go out and get the job done themselves has that injury is that the reason that you've become involved as player manager? Is that you thinking, you know, I'm not not quite there yet, that, but I want to be involved or is management always the, the avenue that you wanted to go down eventually? Well, I'd never really looked at management because my playing style myself, I think I've been more of a headache for managers than <laughs> actually helping any of them, if I'm honest. Yeah. But I've always been one to try and push and motivate everyone, whether that's in a nice way or shouting at them on the yeah, pitch yeah, yeah, yeah. being a striker you get frustrated when you're not yeah. getting the ball yeah. but I um, no, I was I was in talks with uh, Russell as I understood last season um, about running the reserves because we wasn't sure what Gary who does run the reserve now we wasn't sure what he was going to be doing Okay. Um, and then he said you can come in and help Gary run the reserves but at that time I was in a place mentally where I hadn't had the surgery yet so mentally for me I'd wasn't interested in football at all. No. Because I was watching my friends, some of my best friends play, um, the team, South London Panthers, that yeah. I was supposed to sign for. They actually got to a cup final and won the league in the season that I was supposed to sign for them but got injured. Yeah, great club, by the way. I like Matt a lot. Um, yeah, Matt, me and Matt, we still talk now. Okay. He's one of the... Let's go to him because I've, as we were saying before, it's my first season managing so there's a lot of times I'll go to him and be like, how did how did you do it in your first team? Yeah. He's got a lot of experience so he's, always, he's like a... Mentor for you. Yeah, mentor, big brother and that he came to my house one part where I, um, where I proposed to my fiance. So okay. he was there. Um, nice. He's a really good guy. We spoke, we uh, spoke on the podcast in the, uh, at the beginning of, um, after lockdown, yeah. uh, Matt came on to uh, the all round and leagues uh, interview um, series and he's great. And uh, he texts me every now and again to talk about what's going on. And he's a, he, he's so sort of, he seems such a, um, intelligent person on a footballing sense and 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 not uh, he seems uh, really switched on and he's going to do good things with South London Panthers I think yeah definitely one of my best friends still plays over there now and just I think I was with Matt last week okay um, meet up have a few beers here and there and just talk things through but um, in terms of me becoming a manager player manager should I say is yeah how, how, would, how the, um, would you how would you like to have managed yourself now you've had a little a little view of <laughs> he's smiling. Now you've had <laughs> now you've had a view of management and dealing with players over the period of time you have been doing it. How how would you deal with yourself as a player? I think do you know it until I went to South London Panthers, Matt's probably the only manager that I've actually looked up to and thought yeah. not no not in a disrespectful way of I'm going to do what you say but more of a you're coming from a place of you've worked at a high level so 
what you're saying is actually getting through and it's yeah. not just about affecting me as a team it's seeing the effect as in the players around you yeah whereas so he's more of like of a management his management style is different because he's more of a respect the player respect the man sorry first and then you play your football so he's yeah. always had it as a he's a step above everyone and although Russell does still does a great job managing as well he's on more of the more of a friendly level so you can mess about with him and have the banter here and there and take the mick with him and whatever yeah um, but then at the same time it's like for me in the Croydon leagues I would have said I wouldn't have wanted to manage myself if I'm honest yeah. Um, I'm always one of those players that was on the score sheet and I think the last other than at Spartans I think at Woolenham in my second season I was top scorer at Sarnas the reserves I ended top goal scorer so I was always that player that I wanted to be on the pitch I wanted the ball I wanted to score mm-hmm. and if he was taking me off then why are you taking me off I want to know why you're taking me off I yeah. don't want to come off the pitch yeah. even when I'd done my ligaments and Russ said to me come off I stood up, I was like, no, I'm fine, let me play on. And he's like, walk around here and then we'll see. By the time I got around to him, my knees swollen up. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not coming off. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so that, for me, I think managing myself, I would have need to have had someone like Matt at the time. Okay. Someone that can tell you you're going to do something and why you're going to do it and coach you into it sort of thing. So it's not just being a manager, it's about coaching and players and saying, this is why I've told you to do this. Or if when... I think one of the biggest things that I learned as a player and also what I'm telling my players now is being in the position of most opportunity, really. So I always say to my guys now, if someone, if the left midfielder is crossing a ball in, as a right midfielder, where we play one up top, I want you breaking your neck to get to that back post because if it comes all the way through, you're there. Yeah. And it's things like that that you didn't really look at. So I think that's, but it's different in Sunday League do you think there are many coaches like that in Sunday football or is the manager just the guy that, that picks the team and then the players sort of um, take charge? I know Matt, you just said Matt is a coach, um, but do you think those sort of figures in Sunday football are few and far between or do you think there's more there's more football in managing ability as managers um, out there than, we, than it seems? I think there is more now than there was before. Yeah. So I think before there wasn't really, I'd say about four or five years ago, there wasn't really the um, the I don't know what the word is the competition to get the best out of your players it was yeah. more sign the best players yeah. and then put them into a team and do well but yeah, I think yeah. other than that um, South East Spartans with Richie a lot of the guys already knew each other so they were already a team and then he's coming into a team yeah. so there wasn't really the need to coach everything yeah. out of the players because yeah. that season had like Todd Joyce who scored about 65 goals that season <laughs> and um, I think Ronnie scored the most goals from a midfielder and then I was like underneath both of them and then whereas going to Panthers it was like a step above really so for me I think I progressed most in myself or learnt more when I was at Panthers because it wasn't just someone picking a team and saying you're a good player so play here because you're going to score Yeah, it was okay you're a good player and you're going to score but how can we get the most out of you and how can you get the most out of yourself okay and that's something that you're taking into your managerial that's something that yeah definitely if because we've got as you're saying before we've got a lot of young players in our team um, who have come from other other teams themselves yeah Um, if they follow us on Twitter they'll know who the players are and where they've come (laughs) from 
Um, no, we've got a few players that have just come out of Dulwich Hamlet. Okay. Um, one player's just come out of West Ham as well. So okay. they, they've really played at a high level and now it's more, they want to play with their friends, but at the same time, it's knowing the right people. So I can say, turn around and say, yeah, this player is good. So you can go off and I'd say probably push them into reserves or first eventually as, as you know, we're the third team. So we've got two teams above us. I'm sure uh, I'm sure it'll get there in the end. So aspirationally um, for yourselves, is it for yourself in terms of your Sanderstead career, is it looking at Russ's job or is it looking to do um, the best you can to develop the kids or the young the young lads that you've got in the team now to make them fit for the first team players? How does it work when you're um, a reserve team manager? And I know we spoke um, briefly about this off mic, but um, is there is the pathway for the better players in the thirds to go into the reserves and then in, up into the first? Or is it three set teams that you're all going to have your own set of players and your own set of goals? Are you going to be, are you going to be sort of, um, how do your best players taken away from you? I hope not. <laughs> um, is it set up that it works as a pathway for the first team? We've, it depends, yes and no. Whereas I think all the managers at the Sansa teams know that the players that they've brought in are for that team. So for example, yeah. my, my young players, the reserve manager, when we had um, a few uh, training sessions, yeah, he was saying, oh, your players look good. Like, I'd, you'd be a good option for us. And like, you jokingly say, like, no, you're not a chance. Like, you stay in here <laughs> for the season sort of thing. But even when I was playing in reserves, um, I got called up to the first team a few times and um, one of well a few of the other players did as well um, and then when the first team got to the cup final um, we were called up to the cup final as well because we played in the other cup games Okay. so there is that that there yeah. but the main thing is the team that you've got there because I know Russell's built his team Yeah. so he's bought players in himself Yeah. Um, Gary's done the same with the reserves Yeah. with the third team I think only two of the players that actually played for the old third team um, are still there this season because okay. everyone else is new. Okay. Um, you've got one from the reserves, but literally 99% of the third team aren't the same third team from okay. last season, who are obviously now Chelsea. But so at the moment then, it's looking like three individual teams for now. Um, it's three individual teams, but if the other teams up or short, um, then, then they'll always there. go to the team below to say, we need this player or that player for this position. So aspirations in terms of uh, trophies this season is it just to see where you end up or are you genuinely genuinely looking at silverware this year what's what's the end goal for the end of 2021 the the modest side of me says to say you don't need to be modest as long as, long as we're in or above but I'd be I'm disappointed if we don't get the league this season okay um, with the cups I'm not sure how our cups work if it's division prep div, Prem division and the first division that go into one cup and then leagues two and three go into another. But if that's the case, then based off a few performances pre-season, I'd hope for a good cup run as well. Okay, so you're looking for silverware. Silverware is... Definitely. And and is promotion acceptable or is it title or you'll be disappointed? I think in one sense, being a new team and not having this team before, a lot of players haven't played with each other before. Yeah. Um, promotion I'll just about accepted just about like I said I'll be, I'll be very di- if you don't win the league I'll be very disappointed okay because I think I think it's there I think we can do it quality um, so if if not you for your division 
who do you think would win the league? So if 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 it's not going to be you boys, who who's standing out as your as your main rivals? Do you think? Um, based on the players that we know, because I don't, I have no no idea how they've done preseason because they haven't been on Twitter yeah, for the yeah. whole of preseason. Yeah. Um, I'd say FC twenty five, who we've actually got this yeah, weekend. Got on this weekend we'll in our first game. Minute, yeah. um, only because I know a few of the guys from back in Shirley Wonder days. So okay. I don't, I don't know exactly who stayed, but they were a strong team back then. I think okay. they actually won. Yeah, they won the division. Right. When they were Shirley Wonders. Um, who else have we got there? And the other teams that we haven't played or know anything about, so Surrey Park Rangers and Dynamo Duppers. Okay. Never heard of those two teams. Okay, um, interesting to, to yeah. see new teams. But you're calling um, 25 as the top as the top. From yeah, because only because I know a few of their players. Okay. Um, yeah, I think they'll be our main team that we need to overcome. Anyone from uh, your division you expect to do well in the cups? Them as well. I'd say them and again, based on the fact that we don't know much about them, I don't know if I've. I, doubt other teams will know much about them so there's always that thing when you turn up to a, a, a friendly or a cup game and it's what do you know about this team it's yeah. like well we don't know anything about them so just go there and do your do what you yeah. can really that's do it. your best that's sometimes good I suppose who are you expecting to be the basement boys in your division Um, I'd say South London Royals Reserves uh, and possibly add in okay um no justification, just... <laughs> South London Royals Reserves, I would say, because of the performance of their first team. Okay. Um, not to put them down or anything, because um, we, we played them in the pre-season friendly. And I think it was 5-3. It was okay. like 5 and up after 20 minutes. And then we just took our foot off the gas. And our centre-back, who actually used to play for South London Royals, made two mistakes. <laughs> and um, we gave away a penalty as well. Okay. So we're still... Even now, we're... I'm saying that Harry done it on purpose <laughs> in the back. Um, I'll, before I get to the teammates' questions, um, are there any teams you're particularly looking forward to playing um, this season? Anyone that you're looking at in a cup draw or um, or anything this year? Anyone wetting a whistle? I would say, again, based on pre-season results, obviously we had um, Adescom MFC. Okay, yep. Um, MF. MMFC sorry yeah two M's yeah, yeah. I get caught up by that one as well um, and we beat them 3-2 pre-season okay so I think in a cup run if it's leagues 2 and 3 it would be good to play against them again okay um, and also AFC Shirley because we narrowly lost to them over the weekend just gone as well <laughs> I'd say in a cup but other than that I think other teams have, that will have a good cup run from our league um, probably say again the teams that we don't know much about okay um, and Hyderi as well I think they're not really spoke about a lot but watching them play last season they can play good football okay. and they do have depth in their team as well okay you're not looking at catching any of the other Sanchez teams in the cup would that be, would that be nice well we've <laughs> we would love to um, I'd take I'd take the reserves I still reckon strongest team for strongest team I think we might pip them to it they've got okay. better plays in certain positions but I think overall because I think we played them twice pre-season right. first was like our first ever game mm-hmm. and then the second one I was missing eight players because we tried to do a midweek friendly which other yeah, managers know is ridiculous Yeah. Um, so midweek we lost 5-0 in the midweek friendly I was missing four centre-backs I didn't have um, 
and I had four new players that were just coming in as well. It should have been 5-1, but apparently it was given offside even though my striker ran round to the defence, but won't go into it. But other than that, <laughs> no, I think the reserves, would that would be a good game to have in a cup. I think the first team would be too much of a reach for us. Okay, that's fine. I mean, there's yeah. no big space yeah. between you anyway. Um, right, so teammate section. You've probably had long enough um, to for some of your team, uh, some of your players to show their personalities and, yeah. and, and that type of stuff. So who's got the worst banter at uh, Sunstead Thirds? Someone must have reared up in the in the WhatsApp groups or, or over pre-season. But there's, there's so many in the oh. WhatsApp group, me being one of them. Um, <laughs> I think we had like a one hour gift conversation, just taking make out of other teams. Okay. Um, I'd probably say Harry, because he likes to put everyone on the reface app and then okay. put faces on like yeah. Angelina give Jolie his, and stuff. Give him his um, full name so we know. Uh, Harry Harrison Beck. <laughs> Harrison Beck. Harrison with the bad banter. Okay. Or Andrew uh, Morland still. Okay. He's just just terrible sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> who's the worst dressed? Have you had team nights out or anything like that yet? Or got together? Who's Who's got the worst clobber? We haven't, but based on I'd say social media and WhatsApp display pictures, um, either Dan, Dan Mapstone, uh, Tay Redwood, or probably myself, because I like to wear a loud shirt every now and again. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a loud <laughs> shirt. Allow yourself a loud shirt. Who's the biggest miner on the pitch for you, boys? Curtis. Curtis Leckie, definitely. Is that demanding of his own players, or is that moaning at everything he can possibly moan about? Um, his own players... But in the positive sense of, okay. come on, you can do better than that. Yeah. Or what, one thing I'm trying to drill into the boys at the moment that I've said to him, probably more so than the rest, is do your job first. Yeah. And then tell someone to do yeah, it afterwards. Yeah. yeah, fair comment. Um, do you think some players are too quick to look to blame others if they're having a bad game? I mean, you see it every week that someone's having a having a shitter and they're either blaming the ref or they're blaming their teammates or flying into tackles and making mistakes. Do you think... The, the first person when you in that situation you need to look at is to make sure you're having a good game as exactly as you just said make sure you're having a, you're yeah. a good game then you've earned the right to have a go at people that is so important isn't it yeah definitely but I think it's harder for me because if as player manager if I'm having a bad game <laughs> and I'm supposed to be the manager and I tell someone else yeah. well, they're not I pulling their weight then that's a bit that's, a, that's slightly different but yeah but yeah um, I think no in the other sense I'd say Curtis is very passionate about how he performs and how because he's seen everyone play at their best yeah and so he's more like you've done it before why can't you do it again or and in the height of the moment when everyone's when we're chasing like we're 3-2 down or we're drawing and then someone does something bad it's more of a come on you're better than that but yep. it comes it comes across a lot more different when okay. adrenaline's there and yeah so I think it's wanting the best from your teammates but at the same time it's um There'll be other things like I've had a few messages from someone by saying they haven't played up to scratch because of through injury, but I haven't been told about the injury up until that point. Okay. Um, but if everyone, everyone at the team, at our teams, takes responsibility for what they've done. Um, there's times where we've had arguments on the pitch, mm -hmm. and I've had it personally from one of our players, and I've always said to them, as I said before, something that Matt taught me was you respect the man first, and I've even though it's pre-season, I've dropped them from the following game because the way I see it is if you're going to do it, if anyone's going to do it, 
it should only be me that speaks to anyone in mm-hmm. in an anger sense and even I'm not doing that so yeah. no one else has the right to um, but we've had arguments on the pitch but then at the end of the game everyone's apologised and they've gone over to the player that they was arguing with shook their hand and said do you know what it happened out on the pitch I was frustrated because of X, Y, Z and then nine times out of ten the other player turns around and goes no do you know what you was actually right but at the time I was just annoyed good that's fantastic it sounds like you've got a good relationship within the team and that's important Who's got the worst taste in music? Have you got a speaker? Is someone in charge of the speakers in changing rooms? Or we did. We did have. You're not allowed in changing rooms at the moment. No, we're not. <laughs> we've been out on the pitch, but um, I've been saying to everyone, bring a Bluetooth speaker. And the only person that I actually bought one in one week was Curtis, but he basically just played what everyone really wants to play—that like hip hop, R and B sort of thing. But I think I say that Andrew or Liam Allen probably have the worst music taste <laughs> what are they what are they going with I don't know but I wouldn't be surprised if Liam Allen put out some Led Zeppelin or something like that <laughs> it's not really not really pretty much stuff is it yeah uh, probably uh, in a Covid environment this doesn't this hasn't really happened yet but who's the longest in the shower Um, I'd say if we change it more to who's the longest to get changed before a game or after a game yeah you can change it to that I would have said uh, Spencer before um, our striker however after the last friendly that we have had Dan Mapson took ages like his stuff was all over the place (laughs) my my fiance was there my best friend was there and was saying whose shorts are these and he's like oh yeah they're mine and he's like wait is this your hat a good 10, 15 just dotted everywhere so he just took ages to get ready and then he was leaving. Yeah, we need to, uh, these these characters, hopefully they're, um, they make some improvements over the season. Um, what would you like, what what are the good things that you're seeing in Sunday League football? Uh, maybe in the Quota Municipal League or maybe in general, um, What what is most pleasing um, about what you see at the moment? I think, more of a friendly rivalry than a toxic one I'd yep. say yep. Um, and just the way it's been noticed more so although you'll have the rivalry with say another team but then on social media everyone's laughing and joking yeah, and it's yeah. all it's all fine but yeah. you know when it comes down to business that that's your rival and you want, you want to turn them over in the game yeah of course um, so there's no love lost when it's on the pitch no. but then afterwards you still have a laugh and a joke yeah. and even on some of the friendlies we've had where it's come like levels get high and players want to square up to one another and then it fizzles out it's just handbags and then you're having a beer in the clubhouse afterwards well not right now but normally you'd be having a beer in the clubhouse with them afterwards just talking yeah I think there's a fantastic there is a fantastic community growing uh, between all all leagues and teams divisions within leagues and clubs within uh, individual leagues but I think as a community in in the whole uh, as a whole should I say um, we've seen the uh Rep games are starting yeah. to uh, come back. Obviously, I don't know how many there'll be this year, as I say, in a, in a I'm COVID hoping the manager's one's there so I can take part. <laughs> well, um, yeah, they lost to Westford, didn't they? Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but the Quota Municipal have been um, excellent in their rep games. And I think the more sort of things we can do that and grow the community, like social media will be social media and, you know, some idiots will say stupid things. And I was one of those where my banter was miss was misread um, but um, I think you'll get idiots everywhere trying to cause proper proper rivalries toxic rivalries but I think on a whole 
um, the Quirda Municipal is playing a really good part in um, being part of a community. They're very much interested in doing so, you can tell. Mm, um, Roger, Russell and Michelle are the people that I've spoken to uh, more than more than any other um, in the Quirda Municipal Committee. But um, yeah, it's a it's a real good forward thinking league and I like the way they're, they're angling themselves to be part of it, which is good. Um, on the flip side of that, where what would you like to see improve in Sunday League football? Um, improvements, I'd say more recently than not, is the amount of uh, pitches and space that's available, yeah. especially in Croydon Leagues. Yeah, I think we've got so much green areas that I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but mm. there's just not enough pitches to go, like park-wise, pitches no, to go we've around. Seen, we've seen the reduced fixtures um, the fixture list the last couple of weeks because the councils haven't even opened their pitches yeah. yet um, I mean it's not the league's fault they, that they can only service or, or give games to teams that have private grounds um, well, and then you've got the costing of everything as well yeah having private grounds means you've got to pay more big registration money. fees big and money yeah it's tough it's, it's not really tough. what it's about is it really not really and I mean as we've said on the podcast um, numerous guests bring up um, pitches as an issue but where where we want growth in in grassroots football, it comes at a cost because um, I don't mean pounds, but um, it comes at a cost that there's no extra green space being available for teams. So the more we grow and the more interest there is in it, and the more teams there are, are fantastic for the Quirda Municipal League and other leagues in the area um, yeah. because you know more more teams means more people are playing football, more people are being active, and more people are being healthy and and getting their frustrations out on a Sunday morning but with the lack of green space um, money's only going to go up supply and demand is a base very elementary um, business method where if lots of people want what you've got you can put your prices up and someone, go to the someone highest will bidder. pay it so yeah, um, definitely. I don't know how we resolve that and certainly with the economy the way it is at the moment um, the government or local councils aren't going to be buying aren't going to be buying any more green space or flipping them to into sports um, facilities. So it's something that needs to improve, undoubtedly. Um, I just can't see any light at the end of that tunnel anytime yeah, soon, sadly. Working out. But um, the, another thing with which, I've, logistically, I'm not sure how it works. I don't think there's enough weeks. But I've, we were saying the other day, I think, especially in the Croydon Leagues, we could have bigger leagues. Yeah. So swap the... Go drop down to two instead of having four. Okay. So the Premier One merges one, and then second and third league merges second and third. I think it's. Um, but obviously, with the reserve teams and playing each other in the leagues and stuff, it wouldn't yeah. work in that sense. But I mean, hopefully, more teams join the league as opposed to having to merge divisions and make bigger divisions. Um, I think last summer or last winter, sorry, should I say, completely opposite to what I meant. But last winter, the weather that we had, where we didn't basically play football in January and February we had long break. because of the wet um, I think that has shown leagues that to keep if you want to finish your leagues um, I think the smaller numbers I think 10 or 12 is probably maximum that you'd want to play um, especially if you're a team in the t- in the higher um, in the higher divisions no disrespect to teams in the bottom but those bigger teams you'd expect those um, teams in the top division you'd expect them to go further in in your cup, your FA yeah. Cup type cups in in the Quirden Municipal and County Cup, so they don't need the extra league. Maybe the lower divisions could be a bit bigger, where you know, unfortunately, those lower division teams tend to get knocked out 
early doors in county cups or league cups um, and they do have the availability towards the end of the league you often see invitation cups and things like that being um, started for those teams that finished their season early or plate cups that it used to be if people were knocked out of the first round of cups they yeah. go to somewhere else another um, thing they've done is do um, a few seasons ago they play everyone three times yeah. So still playing twice, they went around one more time. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that myself. And then, but not personally, I think. Um, I mean, we had we had several um, the season before last. That last one was cut short. The season before then, you had some teams finishing in March, and there was an invitation cup brought up, um, started so they them teams could continue playing games. There's no real. You can't really fix that. It just is what it is. So if teams play at a ground where where games never get called off. And they get all their games done yeah. by mid of March. Then that's just it. Um, some teams that pay all this money to play at a high level, semi-professional ground, and the groundsman's a bit touchy and calls it off as soon as there's a drop of rain on it. There's not really much you can do. I mean, the good thing is that there are there the, the league is flourishing. I'm sure there'll be more movement into the quarter municipal as its reputation continues to grow, and with a good um, committee there now and good teams. Um, decent county cut runs and all that seems to help grow leagues be very interesting to see what happens um in the last question of the interview is the open forum and this is just your your time to give any thank yous to people um along your footballing journey uh, first and foremost and now um some of your uh, club uh, mates or or, or uh, colleagues at sandersted um who are helping you find your feet in the club um there's too many to mention no I wouldn't even say too many to mention there's only I've only played well I'm known across the league as well nearly signing for Michelle's team when she was at uh, JFC okay um, when I said to Michelle I was coming back she was like oh no headache <laughs> um, John Catley's like I'm surprised you're still staying at that team you're probably going to be assigned by another one by the end of pre-season because okay. I've played and trialled at so many different teams in the leagues but I think the when you start, the one that stands out to me is definitely Matthew Matt from South London Panthers. Yeah. Um, just in terms of because of what he's what he's doing and what he has built over at Panthers. Yeah. I think um, one semi final, one cup final, and the league title in your first season. Yep. Speaks for itself, really, yeah. and then just building on that back to back promotions. Um, because we when I went there was initially was saying going Division Three to work your way up from the bottom. But they put us up in Division 2. I say us because I was supposed to be there. Yeah. Um, still got my top at home, went to the cup final. <laughs> um, but no, back to back promotions and I go into the Prem of the London Met League. So I'd definitely say what he's doing over there with those boys. And it's deeper than Sunday League football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. So there's been a few players that um, have come to him and said, I want to get back into Saturday football. And Murray's got the links. He's been pushing players through into trials for Saturday teams mm-hmm. and going forward and going beyond the actual team so it's not he's not selfish in a sense he's building a team for himself he wants the best for the players that are there with him yep. and I think that that is quite rare at Sunday League as well because all, all the managers here want to keep their best players yeah. and say no you can't go to this team who would be better for you because we're not going to win as much or, yeah. but he like I said what he's doing over there is honestly brilliant and I wish my biggest regret is getting injured so I didn't play that season it sound like it was your it was your fault particularly I shouldn't have been playing that game <laughs> okay we literally I think because when I broke my arm as I was saying before playing for Ellsfield first person I called was Matt and said I broke my arm and he was like 
well, you'll be back before the season starts. And then he put out a message in the group chat saying no one's to play for any other teams unless he's putting us forward to him because we had, I think another player broke his knee um, in the first game of the season. He's like, right, no one, like from now the league started, if you're signed for this club, you play for this club unless you're leaving to play for another team or I'm pushing you into another, into a further team from there. I went and broke that rule, helped Russell out, played for Sanderstead and tore malignants in my knee. So then I was, wasn't supposed to play that game. But um, okay. no, Matt's definitely one person I'd say Russell as well for opportunity of being player manager. Because mm. initially when I came back, I was going to sign for the reserves to get my fitness up for the season and then see where to go from there. Because I mean, I'm, this was two years ago though. So I didn't expect to be out for two years. Mm. Um, so when I was 25, I was like, yeah, I can still do this and still play at a high level. Then 26, I'd say, that's more where my friends and I'd say my now fiance helped out more with my recovery because it's easy to slip into a place of depression when you're thinking Absolutely. I'm not playing each week. And yeah. it got to a point where I stopped even watching YouTube teams play. I wouldn't go to any of the games anymore because watching it, it's like before when before I had the operation it was oh it doesn't hurt so I could go and play and I could kick the ball around and do this that, and the other and then as soon as I had the operation it was like even if I wanted to I can't Yeah. and then there's all the mental stuff of doing trying to do things for yourself Um, not to make too much about me and what I went through with my injury but no, it's fine depression wise was it's a big thing and it's like just being a, having the pride as a man like I was at home and I couldn't even cook myself dinner because yeah. I can't stand up at the stove because no, no, no. I can't put weight on it and you can't yeah. do the basic things you want to yeah, do. Yeah. Like injuries injuries and mental health. I mean, people think, you know, we see ACL injuries and, and massive knee injuries and they end careers most of the time. If you're going to play, if you're going to continue to play, then you're one of the lucky ones because yeah. um, not everyone comes back. I mean, it sounds like a, a horrendous a knee injury, but all through lockdown, um, we spoke about mental health on our on our um, fifty podcast in fifty days series, and being out of football when when all you've known is getting up on a Sunday morning to go and play football, and obviously you've been successful and you scored goals and you've been a good player uh, and all that stuff, and then when that's taken away from you, you've got um, you've got hope that you'll be playing football again someday. Yeah. So I guess at the moment where you are is you're in your recovery, and you're thinking. I used to be able. I could do. I could do this. A couple of years ago, I was doing this. I was scoring goals, and I was, you know, you sound like you've, you have fond memories of um, South London Panthers uh, being involved with them. And uh, I think that was the hardest thing for me. And I never said to Matt at the time, but obviously, I was still in very much involved in the group chat. Like they had mm -hmm. cup finals. I was going down. I still spoke to all the boys. Yeah. Um, I still even had. I had a shirt made before the season started, which when I got injured, I still wore. Still went to their games. Everything. And I think um, after the cup final going to the second season, Matt was saying to the players that weren't going to be there, like, going to have to take out the group and stuff. And then for me, that was especially hard because I was like, yeah, this yeah. is, I'm still part of the boys. And yeah. then seeing from that, I was just like, well, I understood. And I never, there's no bad feelings at all. Nah. But for me, it was just like, that was well, your, that you were still, you, that was you. For me, yeah. that was like, well, yeah, you're really not, like, as you said, I'll always be a pan for what, how you say it. And, but it's like, you're not part of that team. Yeah. Um, but I think yeah so sorry going back to your no, that must have been tough and uh, probably exactly what you didn't need just at that time mentally uh, people struggle with their mental health um, through one reason or another but having your football um, taken away from you 
or you're into group chats and banter and just feeling like one of the lads. That's tough. Because even when um, we, I was basically there through all of, even at um, Sarnestad as well, when they've had ups and downs between both teams and you've been there and when they got through Panthers, when they got through to the final, um, or I don't remember what cup it was, um, we found out we won we won the league at the same time because okay. the last league game was being played on the pitch next to where the cup final uh, semi final was being okay. played. So literally, they got through to the semi finals of won the semi finals yep. going to the final, and then found out that the team that needed to win their game to be in a chance of winning the league lost. So we knew that they won the league. I was there, That's champagne great. in the change rooms, everything. Yeah. But um, I think over at Sunderstead as well, where we are now, I say. Massive shout to my team that we're building at the moment. Um, I think just the all the different avenues where players have come from, and it's weird how you get so many players. I think five, six of my players used to play for Wall and Penguins five years ago. Okay, um, and we were back together playing again. Um, my younger brother, one of the guys that came from Dulwich Hamlet, he's got three of his friends as well. So okay. we've got a few sixteen-year-olds in the squad who, and again, we're playing with say the oldest person being about 33 I think okay, that's playing young. with 16 year olds <laughs> <laughs> playing with 16 year olds in the team and there's no you know normally you can see oh well that person's immature and it's because there isn't any of that at the team okay that's good and then um, just I'll say Russell and Gary for the support and just get me involved in general because um, nice Russell, Russell said to me he's like do you want to come and run the thirds because the old 13 managers I'm sure everyone knows went on to start their own team Okay, um, and he was saying, "Do you want? Do you want to come and run the first? Because I know he's going to do the reserves or help Gary to do it, but you didn't for your personal reasons." And I was like, "Actually, do you not? Know yeah, I will." Um, originally, I was only supposed to be assistant manager, right? But the person that was supposed to be the manager um, was doing having paid work with one of the Saturday teams, so he got offered Sundays as well. Okay, so to be honest, you go wherever's paying you, really, don't you? Yeah. Especially if it's football and it's what you <laughs> exactly. want to do. Um, but no, they really. The support, Gary calls me two or three times a week, make sure I've got everything that we need, especially with COVID situation. Yeah. Make sure that we've got everything's in place so there's nothing that can go wrong at the teams. And um, yeah, and think even going back to the beginning where we all started running off first, I think my best friend Ty was the person that brought me over to Wallingham when I'd just come out of uni and moved back to London um, playing Sunday leagues. I was at Wallingham, we was at Wallingham together. I then left and played for Sanders, did. <laughs> then we both went back to PSG and playing with Tom. Um, again, one of the nicest guys. So even there, Tom, I'd say, built a great team over there at PSG as well. And he's probably one of the nicest guys you'll meet. Um, so yeah, there's so many like committee members as well, just keeping everything ticking over. They've been asked a hundred times when we're going to be playing, when we're going to be playing. Yeah. And to not have an answer when you know that you want to get back to football as much as everyone else does. I think they've had their hands tied. I think everyone has have, really. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, we want to get back to playing. And then when some games are run, like this week with the park pitches, I know Russell's been inundated with questions of, oh, why is our game off? Why can't we play our game? When can we play our game? And then, so I think, especially in this current situation with COVID, I think all the league committees are doing the best that they can to get the games back on that completely. with player safety. Completely agree. Everyone around completely agree thank you for um, 
your time coming on the podcast. No, that's no problem. You've broken the uh, cherry of the Croydon <laughs> League. Uh, <laughs> to say it like that. <laughs> coming on the podcast. Um, so the way we're going to try and work it is that we have we've had a Westford team last week, um, Croydon team this week, and Alberton and Bromley, and keep it in rotation like that to try and give everyone the same coverage. So I'm be chasing you, um, Croydon Municipal boys, to uh, get involved um, yeah. if you're willing to make the travel. Um, it's, it's important that the Quota Municipal is part of this show now because I think having met all the committee members as you rightly said um, they all work their nuts off really for their leagues um, but I've been more than impressed with um, the committee members I've met from the Quota League so you think man- managers are the same as well um, uh, the, uh, managers everyone um, everyone doing their bit no one's paid to do Sunday football um, there's a very few people that make any money from something. I didn't just say that because I'm the manager. I mean, just <laughs> He's chasing the tenor a week, Russell. <laughs> uh, Amari, thank you very much for your time, mate. You've been absolutely superb. And we're just going to do your uh, predictions for. I this thought I got away with that. Week. <laughs> nearly did. I nearly forgot. But um, yeah, so there's four games to predict yeah. this week. Uh, one involves your, your team, but we'll do that last. And we'll start with the Prem game. Uh, Game of the week one is PSG, one of your old teams, yeah. against Spartans. Um, do you hold any hope for your boys, for your your ex teammates, or is Spartans just too strong in that one? What's your what was your prediction? I reckon Spartans will edge it as long as they stay focused. Because if they do switch off, PSG going forwards will yeah. punish you. They were good last season, weren't they? PSG. Yes, they they've got the players in the depth that if you do switch off, even for a second. Like three minutes we've seen you can get two or three goals. What's your scoreline for that one? Three three or three or four two. Four uh, two. Spartans. Four two to Spartans. Three yeah. or three or four, what are you going for? I'll go three. Three two. Three two Spartans. Yeah. Okay. In the second game of the week in Division One, we have uh Addiscombe Casuals taking on Lambeth Lions. Uh first team. Addiscombe Casuals, yeah, the, the Div, that's Div One. So Casuals MMFC are in Div Two. Yeah. Casuals are playing Lambeth Lions. What do you reckon? Um, I don't know much about Lambeth Lions. A lot being said about them with some of the players they've signed. Um, looks like a good game that one. I think, based off playing their well, their reserve. I don't know if there's a reserve or however they work it over there. I think have two strong teams. So I'd probably say. I'm going to go for a high scoring draw, 4 4. 4 all draw? Yeah. Sunday League football, that is not, that is not a mad result in Sunday League football. Um, Addiscombe Corinthians play AFC Shirley. What do you think on that one? That's our third game of the week. I think playing against Addiscombe Corinthians a few times and playing AFC Shirley on the weekend, I think that's going to be another tight game. Um, I'm going to go. F- 3-1 three, three uh, Shirley 3-1 to Shirley interesting I've gone 2-0 as well so we're along the same lines on that one um, into the D- Division 3 and our fourth game of the week is FC 25 a team you called out as you're expecting this to be um, an early six pointer for the title chase by the sounds of it playing Sandersted thirds what's the what's the game plan for this one without giving too much away obviously work to our strengths and what we know works um, knowing a few of them helps me prepare some of the team Okay. Uh, as the same as what we've done in one of our pre-season games of 
measuring sizing up the teams and mm-hmm. telling the boys early like for example I don't want you to go shoulder to shoulder play it around them um, I think if we stick to what we can do well it will be I reckon we'll come out winners and what's I think your, what's your prediction based on <laughs> trying to stay humble <laughs> no based on the pre-season <laughs> when we've won games we've all scored five goals okay so other than against um, MFC who scored three so I reckon it would be four or five two to Sarnstead to Sarnstead I'll say 5-2 5-2 to Sarnestead so Amari is setting his stall out there that's a big that's a big shout um, interesting game that one I've gone for a draw I must admit on that one um, just because you know, a bit of research tells me that 25s are a decent side and you know we spoke you boys up a little bit um, in our constitution review I can see a draw but you know 5-2 that's their that's their um, yeah. team talk sorted out on Sunday I suppose they'll be playing oh yeah if, if <laughs> it's my boys team talk because I better not let me down uh, Amari thanks again for coming over and talking to us um, I'm so glad you, you prepared and, and gave a really good interview so thanks mate and I wish you all the best on Sunday thank you So that's it, the end of another show. Thank you to Roger, Jamie and Gibbs for uh, co-hosting tonight. Thank you very much, boys. Always good fun uh, to be around those boys. Uh, really appreciate their work. Uh, thank you to Amari from Sandstead, Sandstead third team. Uh, really nice bloke uh, talking and texting all week in preparation for the interview. Very keen to... Um, to do a good job and I think he did and I'm sure he spoke I'm sure you agree he spoke really passionately um, about football uh, sounds like um, the injury is near um, recovered hopefully we'll see Amari back on the pitch um, for 90 minutes um, soon uh, thank you to the podcast sponsors Down to Play Home Food Plug uh, King of Hearts Media Productions Duke you're a top man thank you very much uh, for being uh part of this with me uh, Borden Sports uh, Youth Club cheers Mark uh, Claire Barnett who does the graphics Champagne Poker and Skipper Sportswear brilliant uh, sponsors who um, contribute massively uh, to the podcast uh, maybe not in, in money um, but certainly um, some of them um, offer services to the podcast that we couldn't do without and, and the financial support has helped us improve our um, facilities and um, for those that have thanks a lot guys we couldn't do it without you uh, charity partners tw drainage uh, warren roofing uh, request dave cumberbatch photography uh, from belvedere and our new sponsors for the charity is njp graphic design uh, nick pitt has started his own uh, graphic design um, little side job uh, where he's helping clubs um, create really good looking uh, graphics uh, all of the charity stuff you see produced will be done by Nick uh, and we'll continue um, with Claire for the podcasts for all the graphics you see uh, for podcast announcements um, really lucky to have two really talented people on the team if you want to get in touch with Nick or Claire um, um, you'll often see us put their Twitter handles in I think Claire's pretty well known, but Nick is just starting. His Twitter handle is at NJPGD, 
really good job he's doing for uh, Farnborough teams and Greenwich Mariners and, and I think he's getting more and more teams involved with him so uh, get in touch with Nick if you want to give your uh, graphics that individual touch uh, next week guest will be an Alberton and Bromley team so if you're listening to this and fancy coming on the podcast um, you're more than welcome I'll be chasing some teams um, over the next week um, we're trying as I said in Amari's interview to rotate the guests so that every league gets their own um, their fair bit and we'll be looking to uh, continue that next week with Alberton and Bromley um, next week's show will be recorded on um, Monday uh, this week, um, sorry for the for the extra day's wait. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, um, some family issues meant we weren't available yesterday to um, record. Um, thank you for all the the well wishes for my wife. With a, um, it was her that had a, an operation yesterday, uh, which was successful. And thank you for all the thoughts and and phone calls and texts and and direct messages on Twitter um, to wish her all the best. It really means a lot to me, um, but more more so it meant a lot to her. Um, thanks a lot guys um, see you next week enjoy your Sundays um, we, every every week we're playing football now feels like a bit of a gift and um, we're seeing football suspended in the northern part of the country um, so we must cherish every day um, that we're playing football at the moment um, God knows if it's going to be um, suspended again I hope not um, but let's cherish every game and enjoy it have a good one guys and we'll see you next Monday this week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.